Brian Noonan in for John Williams, 720 WGN. Uh, I am always excited to welcome my guest into the studio. She is uh, she is as bubbly as the effervescent wine that she brings in. I love talking to Belinda Chang. If you want to know anything about sparkling wines, champagne, wine in general, living your best entertaining life, Belinda Chang is the woman to talk to. Uh, her website, BelindaChang.com. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It is great to see you. You always... You can't not be happy in your presence. <laughs> oh, you you come in you. and I, I'm, my mood is immediately elevated. And then the fact that you bring me some homemade treats takes my mood even that much higher. So <laughs> so thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Well, I have two nieces in town. So, of course, we had to do some cookie oh, decorating yes. all day yesterday. And I think that my apartment might never recover. <laughs> I have glittery balls of sugar <laughs> underfoot everywhere. However, it was so much fun. That's part of that's part of the fun. Yeah. You, you know, so in January, all of a sudden you go, where did this? sugar come from <laughs> what is oh, that yeah. crackling sound <laughs> why am i still walking on but sugar it's okay as long as there's a glass of champagne to accompany i'm exactly. delighted <laughs> now agree with me or not i like a dessert with some some champagne or a nice sparkling wine oh, yeah, i think it's absolutely. a it's a Beautiful accompaniment. That's the fun of it. There's so many different styles of wine. I bought a couple for us to taste today and no Rats. champagne. So you might be a little shocked. Very good. But I do have something bubbly. But even champagne comes in so many different styles from very, very dry with zero grams per liter residual sugar. That's a technical term for a wine that it has no sweetness it whatsoever. sounds very, very technical. Right. And then all the way up to a sweet dessert style where, you know, every glass is going to be like Moscato <laughs> Dosti, but even sweeter. So you can just have liquid dessert with champagne sometimes as well. Now people are going to panic because they've waited until the last minute. They <laughs> oh, know no. they know they were going to a party tonight. That's they, they've known right. it for weeks, <laughs> and they they thought, you know what, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring the host or hostess some wine. That'll be a nice thing. And <laughs> yes. now it's eleven fifteen on Christmas Eve, and they're like, uh oh, let's do anything. You know what? The wine shops can save your day. As can our favorite grocery stores like Mariano's has a super fantastic wine they selection. Do, don't they? they really do a great job with that. I also have some really kind of small family owned wine shops that I love in town. There's one in Roscoe Village called Bitter Pops, okay. which also has an amazing beer can selection, wine can selection, oh, wow. and wine bottle selection. Wine can. Now, that's something I've seen it around, I'm not, and I know you brought some with. So let, let's talk about this, because <laughs> like, to me, wine in a can is something that I would drink in high school in the back of a parking lot. It just so, it sounds like that, and I'm probably completely wrong. People are taking it super seriously right now. So there are some great, high-quality oh, wines and cans, and I think it's just such a smart way to do it so <laughs> i brought one of my favorites it's a sparkling pink rosé wine called nomakai my friend connor drexler runs this company they call it a california fizzy rosé california fizzy yeah now i love I mean, too that you're that. That i love too that you were drinking it out of a straw that seems right? that seems very high class i it's- love it i mean this is perfect pool wine you don't want to deal with glass shattering all over your pool Ooh. it's easy it's portable you can i threw these in the freezer i'm not gonna lie to give them a good bit of chill just like we did with our capri suns for our school lunches back in the day and then you can just put a bunch of these in your purse (laughs) (laughs) or your purse as it were (laughs) (laughs) and just head right off to rehab yeah with a purse full of canned wine sometimes you need to take the edge off it's the holidays there's a lot of family around (laughs) now you're you're an expert on all this if i bring do one how are they packaged and two if i bring this do i look 
do I look? Will I be judged less than if I bring a bottle? Because it tastes. Oh, it tastes. I think this makes you at the go- cutting edge of fashion uh-huh. and sh- drinking chic. <laughs> that I like. Because canned wines are a really big thing. They're coming from all parts of the world, and a lot of them from California, using really high quality grapes. And you don't have to like think too hard about it. You don't have to search for a corkscrew at your right. mom's house. You know, which always happens to me. I forget <laughs> to bring one, and who knows? I just where figured the- <laughs> you would have one in a holster. I didn't right. figure you were constantly. Prepared. Well, I always get them taken away when I go to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so I've lost quite a few of them that way. But, you know, this is it's so easy to go from can, that fun sound when you open it, it and then fun. put in a straw, and there you are. <sighs> now, is there... How does the can, because I know uh, know in the past we've talked about bottles and, and the corks and screw yeah. tops and all that. Does the can affect the wine in any way, or are they, or are they pr- making no. the wine to counteract any of that yeah well these are definitely all drink young styles so okay. you know that's even another sort of challenging thing about wine so i brought you a bottle of cabernet but mm-hmm. a lot of people when they get a bottle of cabernet from napa valley they think uh should i drink it now should i put yes. it in the cellar do i have to google it to figure out what to do what am <laughs> i doing should i decant it all these wines in the cans are all designed for a drink now you know Perfect. grab it from the shelves at your favorite wine shop put it into the fridge for a little bit i put it in the refrigerator and then in the freezer to quick chill because I had to run over here, and then you just pop it open, and it's going to be something that's just delicious. So this is Nomakai, and this is yeah. the California Rose Fizzy. Yeah. Is there what other what other types do they do they make? That they you make would all recommend? kinds of fun things. So they have a still red, they have a still white, and they also do canned gin and tonics. Which Ooh. I don't know about you, but I am a big gin and tonic fan. Yeah, especially when it's warm. That's yeah. Nice. You just supply your own lime, and the okay. whole thing's ready <laughs> to go. But you can also pour it into really gorgeous cut crystal glassware. It just makes entertaining a lot easier. It just makes self-care a lot yeah. easier <laughs> it's just super convenient mm-hmm. so this is this is the newest thing yeah. get get yourself don't be afraid of the canned wine is no, what we're, what don't. we're learning. There, there are so many great high quality producers and nobakai is one but you'll find lots of them out there and mm-hmm. find all these new favorites yeah and most of the most of the good wine places and even even as you mentioned some of the grocery stores if yeah. you ask they'll be able to tell oh that this yeah is- where the canned wines are it's also an interesting thing for my friends who like to go on boats and boat rides and things yes. like that because you know Again, it's another place where you don't want to have any glass around if you can avoid it. So you just, you know, a big cooler of canned wine. You know, especially me, I, like I love it. beer, but I find beer to be really filling. Uh, I prefer to sip on wine. So, you know, fill yourself up a cooler of canned wine and you're good to go. Right. And the can is like one serving. F- so you don't have yeah. to, you know exactly. Look at the pile of cans. Yeah. Then you know how much wine you've drank. <laughs> that's that's the perfect. Belinda Chang is here. We're talking about some last minute wine that you can take to any party or just sit at home under the tree or... Or sit at home and stare at a blank wall. It doesn't matter. You can enjoy good wine anywhere. More with Belinda on the other side. It's WGN. Belinda Chang is with me. Uh, always fun to see Belinda. She knows everything there is about wine. There's no two ways about it. If uh, if you want to argue with me, uh, you can't. I'll sit at a card table. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> BelindaChang.com is her website. Uh, so we talked about canned wine. This is yeah. this would be fun. If you're running out, uh, even if you're just getting together with friends for a holiday dinner, this is a great a great thing. It makes great decor, too. I made a Christmas tree out of canned wine once and of just sort of you strung did. it with yeah. lights. It felt really environmentally friendly, and there were no pine needles falling all over my floor. Very nice. <laughs> so let's, but let, let's take it up a notch, because yeah. some people will say, that that's a great idea. Yes. But I'm going, uh, the, the party I'm going to, they would they would be too snooty, which is <laughs> oh, a mistake. No. You they have would to want beware. right. I don't want to hang out with snooty people, but you know there are. Be- so if I were going to go with a little more decadent, like reds are great this time of year. I love yes. a nice a nice heavy red. Yes. Um, 
where where could we go? Give us a couple yeah. recommendations. So I think on that. red is so great when it's cool weather, or you know, it just feels like a great hug yes. <laughs> when you have a glass of great red wine. So I brought two of my favorites for this year's holiday. So one style is a Pinot Noir. So you know, it's a mm. thin skin grape. So those are kind of lighter, brighter styles of red wine, right. and it's from my friend's winery called Luli, which is owned by the Bassoni family. They're iconic Pinot Noir producers in the mm. Santa Lucia Highlands. So they're Ooh. in the Central Coast region of California, okay. and they make these like juicy, zingy, delicious styles of Pinot Noir. And then if you want to do kind of that richer, fuller bodied, you know, you're the people and who love and have friends who just really love Cabernet Sauvignon, then you just okay. have to go for it because yes. it's the holidays. And I brought one from my friends at Matthiasen Winery. They kind of invented this whole like natural organic wine thing in California, and they make delicious wines that are all environmentally conscious and sustainable and, you know, all the good stuff, doing good for the world. So they have a new wine called the Village Napa Valley Cabernet, which is made from several different vineyards. You can find it in the store for about 40 bucks. So it's definitely a little decadent, but man, it's like an A++ Cabernet Sauvignon from California that's going to wow everyone. You're going to look really impressive. For the holidays, you drive. You know, you spend maybe maybe normally you don't spend that, but it's the yeah, holidays. And yeah. now when I see a lot with reds with blends and things, and you yeah. say now these are coming from grapes from all different, uh, different all vineyards. different vineyards. Yes, does that? Obviously, it changes the complexity of the wine. Yeah, and how are they? How are they deciding? Well, this vineyard has this type of grape, and it, it will really work well with this type. How does that? Process it's a great go? question. I think that's where all the artistry comes in in making the wine. So sometimes you have grapes in one single vineyard where wow, they just really have something to say, and not because you're getting a little boozy. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you the wine talk to but, me. Um, you know, sometimes you have you harvest grapes in one vineyard, and they're just really unique and really spectacular in a particular year, and so you want to kind of harness that expression and put all the grapes from one single vineyard into one bottle sometimes you're trying to make a more consistent style you know you have fans of your wines and you just want to make sure that they get delivered this flavor profile and this style that they really love so you can achieve that by getting grapes from a lot of different vineyards and blending them together i think a really great sort of um synonym for this is that you're a chef and you're making a soup okay you want to make the soup taste exactly the same every time but sometimes the carrots taste a little different or the celery is a little different or the meat that you're going to put in and is a little different so you have to change the balance and you have to change the ratios to get the end flavor that you want to share so so these multiple vineyard wines are just as delicious and wonderful as the ones where all the grapes are from one vineyard so when you see when you see wines that are blends it doesn't mean that one one grape was inferior to another it's just they've taken these styles of wines and they've whether it's the the grapes from the vineyard or you know i've got uh, i don't know Whatever the blend is. Yeah. You know, I have red blends a lot. Yeah. And they're all really good. But I think at first I was like, oh, is it, was this style not good enough? So yeah. they blended it with that. And that's a mistake. Right? It's an art. It's just like blended scotches, right? Yes. There's a just master distiller who has an amazing palate and knows how to put together all the different scotches from the different barrels to make something that's going to end up in our glass and make us really happy and jolly. <laughs> so the one we were just talking about was about 40. What was yeah. the, what was the first the, one that the you mentioned? Luli is in the $20 range at your store. Okay. And I think for a really world-class Pinot Noir, that's a pretty spectacular deal. Yeah. Pinot Noir is notoriously one of the top toughest grapes and one of the most cantankerous grapes there are to grow. <laughs> I like a cantankerous grape. <laughs> right? You know, when you go to the wine section in your grocery <laughs> store or your wine store, the bottom shelf is usually the most entry-level and reasonably priced wines. Right. I mean, there's fantastic wines at five ninety nine these days. It's pr- 
pretty rare to find a Pinot Noir down there. Okay. Just because, you know, I call it a pita. It's a real pain in the mm-hmm. <laughs> fill in the blank to grow these grapes to make a delicious wine. So to find something at a great price is, I think, really remarkable and special. So this is a great bottle to share. I hope you'll share it. <laughs> I, well, I'm definitely sharing it. Or uh, not. I mean, well, I hope listen, you... <laughs> I got a long ride home. No, <laughs> definitely. I'm, I'm already thinking, well, when can we, when can we pop this That's open? That's right. Uh, what what do you attribute the fact that now, as you said, you can find really nice wine for yeah. ten bucks or under? Yeah. Uh, why is that now? Because for years that was not the case. If you bought a five dollar bottle of wine, it was like why don't you just delicious. get a pa- pa- paper bag and sit on the curb? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's advances in technology. To be honest, you know, a lot of these big wineries there are laboratories and technicians, and not because there's any kind of Frankenstein stuff going on. It's more that they're checking. <laughs> you know, volatile acidity levels. There's a lot of kind of chemistry that goes on in making wine, and they're just checking to make sure that the process is seamlessly, you know, being executed. And also, there's a lot less use of chemicals in the vineyard, which... oddly makes everything cleaner yeah, <laughs> right and yeah. more stable which is really great so yeah i'm i'm really happy to know that there are delicious wines and i taste everything at every price yeah. level all the time well i remember i think last year you were in here raving about the champagne at aldi's yeah it's fantastic you trader you, joe's tra- has a great yeah. one as well i mean it's really a great time to be a wine drinker i mean not that it ever wasn't but. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it's always let me ask you this because a lot of people uh i see them decanting their wine yeah. Yes. And I know, you know, it looks cool. Yes. Does it make, for the layman, does it make a big difference? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it makes you look impressive. Well, sure. (laughs) It's all about appearances with people, Linda. You You know know that. When you go to Italy, there are some restaurants where they have such old vintages of Barolo red wines that you have to call in advance so they can decant it a couple hours in advance for you. Really? So that it will taste at its optimum deliciousness level. So, yes, decanting can absolutely do something great for a big red wine. If you think about it, some of these bottles that we open have been stuck in a bottle for the wines have been stuck for five, 10, 15 years. Right. So they've been kind of oxygen starved, if you will. Okay. So if you get them into a decanter, just the act of pouring into a glass jug or whatever you happen to have handy will add a lot of oxygen into the wine okay. and sort of aerate it, oxygenate it. And then it really brings out the aromas, which you might miss if the wine's not decanted and huh. also kind of flesh out the flavors and what happens on the palate. So it's a good thing right. to do, decanting. All right, we will decant. Uh, before I let you go, because as I mentioned, you are the expert when it comes to champagne and bubbly and sparkly. Thank you. Uh, personality and wine. <laughs> give give somebody, uh, give us a, a sparkling wine quick recommendation if people if that's what people are looking for sure. as they're heading out today. Absolutely. I'm super into Cava right now. I think everybody knows Prosecco really well and right. there's some great ones out there. There's a producer called Reventos that makes a pretty fantastic Cava. Okay. That black bottle that you find everywhere fresh in that, yes. the black and gold. Hey, listen, I've drunk my body weight many times <laughs> in that and I think, I think it's we have a really delicious. Put it in a fun, fancy glass and you have something okay. pretty spectacular. So I think there's so many great sparklings. I love Chandon, which is from California. There's some cool pet nat. Everybody's into this petillant natural, which is like the edgy, cool, hipster sparkling wine. You can find wow. lots of great ones out there. Pet there's, nat? Yes, there's a pink wine called Juice Exile. Ooh. All right. <laughs> and you'll find that out in the stores for you know 20 bucks, and it's a oh, delicious nice. pink sparkler with just like a hint of fruitiness. Okay. And I'm really loving that one, and that will make you like the most chic drinker in the crew. All right. I have to stop on my way home because I, I need to be chic. Chic. That's that's pretty much. So the, the, now, are you still are you still um, 
Tatage, is that still, if people oh, are going yeah. out and they want a bottle of champagne, that's grab, my favorite grab, that's for the, the sort of bigger houses. Yeah. You know, we call all the people who produce champagne, champagne maison oh, or champagne course. houses. And I think they do a spectacular non-vintage, a spectacular rosé. And then if you want to be really crazy and do like a mortgage payment champagne, <laughs> <laughs> they make one called Comte de Champagne and they make it with all Chardonnay grapes or they make one that's rosé that's fun and you can find it in old vintages, you know, back decades. So Perfect. you want to be really extravagant with your prime rib, you know? This That's is a good idea, to go. too. <laughs> well, Belinda Chang, uh, is her website is belindachang.com. I can't, I'm in all seriousness, I love <laughs> when you come in because you do, you elevate the mood of wherever you are. Aww. Merry Christmas. Thank you for the gingerbread cookies. Tell your nieces I love them. Uh, we're sharing them with everybody. And thank you for the recommendations. Have a great Christmas. And if I don't see you before, have a happy new year. We will talk to you again very soon. Cheers, Brian. Belindachang.com. All right. Uh, it is time for the news. We have a special guest calling in after the news. And then we'll talk a little Christmas Eve traditions and we'll wrap the whole thing up with one of our favorite Christmas classics.